Welcome to the Sacred Rebels podcast. This is your host, Tay. And co-host, Amy. We're the podcast that fearlessly dives into the depths of holistic healing. Join us as we empower you to embrace your divine journey, confront sexual trauma, conquer addictions, and rise with confidence with life after trauma. It's time to unlock the sacred rebel within and enter a transformative path to self-discovery and healing. We are here to trigger you. By shattering stigmas and questioning societal norms, join us as we explore diverse stories of men and women showcasing that there's not one way to heal and the importance of community. Together, we will navigate the evolving human experience, embracing paths to growth and understanding. Let's Let's heal, heal, baby. baby. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Sacred Rebels. Tay and Amy here, and we are tuning in from home because AIM is about to go on an epic journey to Mexico, and our schedules have been super busy, so we haven't really been able to meet up and plan a podcast in studio. So hope this is okay for you guys. We're going to start off with our big deep breath and then read our card and go from there. One hand on the heart, one hand on the belly. Really expel all the air out. And then inhale through the nose, really lift up, rise up, fill up. Exhale, let it go with an open heart and open mind to hear the message. All right, I have a new deck here. I actually love this deck so much because it has like practices that you can embody. So we pulled a card, it's called Awakening Intuition. And the card that we pulled is declutter your mind, home, or schedule. Organize and tidy your living or workspace. Quiet your mind for light house cleaning in your head. Free up room in your schedule so you aren't giving away your energy to others. And declutter your life to make space for your intuition. Less can often be more. Simplify and streamline. And then it gives you like an expanded meeting in here and some action steps to take. So I'm just going to read that quickly. There might just be too much right now, too many commitments in your schedule, too many thoughts racing around your brain, Ah. (laughs) or too much clutter on the bedroom floor or in your email inbox. Everyone has a different threshold for stimulation. You might like a packed schedule or have a very busy mind or enjoy having lots of physical stuff around. Remember that you have personal preferences that should be honored. Connecting with your intuition is more about connecting with yourself than fitting into someone else's parameters. Take this card as a nudge to declutter to whatever degree pleases and suits you. When you're in your sweet spot, decluttering your mind, home, or schedule, the energy around you will feel lighter and calmer, very conducive to your intuition. Some action steps that you can take. Less is more now, so begin paring down. This could be a good time to clean your house, organize your computer desktop, or get to work in the garden. That kind of light, repetitive, physical labor that isn't too mentally laborious can provide a great time to check in with your intuition. It's also a good time to practice saying no to extra work projects or social engagements that aren't an authentic yes for you. If you're unsure about wanting to cancel a date or donate a piece of furniture, sleep on it, no need to rush, but decluttering can be such an energetic catharsis process. When your life is crowded, it can feel sped up, which can make you anxious. Time to let go of the old. Love that so much, especially because we're coming up on spring, new season shift, like spring cleaning you know i feel like that really just goes with mind as well like new mindset springs coming warmer weather longer days sunshine all the things 
I always so say it, clean on the outside, clean on the inside, clean yeah. on the outside, clean on the inside. Yeah. So I sing that with the kids all the time when we're cleaning the room. Um, and I just love, I think what I just pulled out of that, and I think it's so aligned with, you know, who we are and what, what our mission is, is that everybody that looks different for everyone. I like know. that's what it said. It said yep. that in there. It's like this spring cleaning looks different for everyone. So maybe you're not somebody who purges and has a hard time holding on to things or whatever it is, or, you know, here's a certain way about, you know, living simply or what, but you just aren't there yet. Like that's okay. But to yeah. just do something small, maybe clean yeah. out your car. You know, I love when my car is clean. Like Same. it's the I need best to do that feeling so when you get in your car and your car is clean. Like it's those little things like mood boosters that like really help. I make my bed every single day. Same. Like I cannot get into a bed that isn't made. Like it's like a it's like a warm gift and a present you're unwrapping at night, and it just literally. feels so good. Yeah. So. Um, it's baby steps, right? And Taylor said, she, I was trying to tell her this before, but she paused me and said, wait, um, we've got some good news because we are currently in a full moon. Well, we were Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Um, obviously this will post on Wednesday, but the last full moon was the last full moon of winter. Yeah. You know, that winter's over. <laughs> that <laughs> dark like, rest energy. Shiny. And it's funny because I do feel my myself coming alive again, right? Like I've been so like sleepy and lethargic and like the days are longer now. And last night Dill came home at like 5.30 and was like, babe, it's still light out. You want to take a walk? And I'm like, it's 19 degrees now, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like it's like the days are getting longer again we're starting to wake up we just we just had our you know our months it's, of rest deep rest and I feel like that's what I really got this this winter I really do I feel like I rested a lot I really did I, <laughs> you're like I did not <laughs> good for you <laughs> I did I took a few days of rest but I'm not I'm not good at resting I think that that goes along with Same. the thing right like people are always like, oh, you have so much on your plate or, you know, maybe you could take like that spring cleaning thing, right? Like, yeah, I do a lot. I have a lot on my plate, but I function well that way. Never yeah. am I like, because everything that I do, I love and enjoy doing so much. It's so yeah. aligned. There isn't anything. And I say this all the time. There's nothing in my life that I feel like I have to do. Have everything to do, in yeah. my life, I get to do. Yeah. Sometimes maybe is it like a little inconvenient like Friday night, we were going to record the podcast after the woman's circle. And we like had this whole plan to do that. But then we said, no, we're not going to, we're going to yeah. do it Sunday morning before, you know, we leave, we figure things out. Right. But it's, that's it. That's the way of just like adjusting it. So being able to do the things you want to do, yeah, not feel like you have to do them. And I, and I know that Taylor and I are also super blessed in that area that that's yeah. not everybody's reality that, you know, um, but we worked hard to get here. It's yeah. just and like, also just not overnight. having, I think this is a big thing that I worked on this winter. And when I say like, that's why I'm proud that I rested. It's like for so long, my worth, my self-worth was in my productivity. Like how much I got done throughout the day, I would reflect on like, 
you know, is my house clean enough for my husband is, is like the toys picked up before he walks through the door. Like I would, I would consume myself with productivity and how much stuff I got done around my house that this, this winter, I was just like, no, like, I'm not going to obsess about that as much. And if my husband comes home and my house is like a wreck, then like, who cares? And we came up with a system where we would like put the house to bed at night together which again was like a bonding experience and that was good for us because then I wasn't so burnt out and annoyed that he didn't help me picking all the shit up, you know? So then we had extra time together at night. And I think that that was a big, that was a big shift for us this, this winter of like, no, you don't have to make sure that the house is like tip top, you know, condition, like just be present with the kids and spend time with the kids. And then when I come home, we can do it together at night why clean up 18 times a day (laughs) the worst they just dump every fucking box that there is oh my god how was Hayes' room i felt so bad was it so bad (laughs) it took me two hours to clean yesterday and then when i got done cleaning her room i came out to the playroom and every single box was dumped out i was like perfect just perfect So I took the time to just fold all her clothes and get rid of a bunch of old stuff, declutter. I got rid of oh. I got rid of all her old stuff that no longer fits her that was just taking up space. So it was actually good. And then we just had like a lazy day yesterday. It was nice. We just laid around and watched movies all day. But yeah, it was Zoe, a wreck. Zoe helped you declutter. Yeah. And you know what's funny? I I uh I walked into her room in the morning and as soon as she looked at me and like had her eyes open and saw her floor, she said, Zoe did it. <laughs> Like immediately <laughs> didn't even didn't even say good morning like Zoe did it and I was like it's okay baby we're gonna clean it up like it's fine <laughs> oh Zoe oh, Jesus. <laughs> immediately mama Zoe did it I'm like got it <laughs> all the poor guys so funny oh, for all so- of you listening our husband like listen husbands I mean Billy should be your husband at this point he will be soon enough yeah so we had daddy daycare the guys took (laughs) care of the kids on Friday while we went to the women's circle had the most beautiful circle and uh Dill texted me at the end of the circle and was like don't come home and freak out the house is a wreck I didn't clean up anything they emptied every single drawer in Kanan's room and Hayes's room all the clothes are everywhere all the toys are everywhere I'm like it's fine babe like it's not a big deal no problem We'll figure it out. Oh my God. So funny. But toddlers, man, toddlers, they just declutter for you. There you go. Yeah. They can borrow our toddlers at any time. (laughs) (laughs) But that Uh, brings us to the women's circle. Let's talk about the women's circle. It was so magical. So fun fact, when I got the gong a few years ago, the guy that I got the gong from, so the gong found me, the big one, like the big Big six foot one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, somebody messaged me. It was on this Facebook marketplace. Some guy was like moving to Thailand and he had like found a wife in Thailand and was literally leaving and just selling everything. And he, he had this treatment center in Laconia and it was like a, it was almost like a village. Like it was, he had like a coffee shop, a thrift shop, a yoga studio and like sober houses and all the people that like lived in the sober houses worked at these different like units that he had. It was such a cool idea. It was so beautiful. And so I get there to buy the gong and he's got all these drums and he's like, I'm literally gonna, nobody wants them. I can't sell them. Like if you're buying the gong, you could have the drums too. And I was like, what the okay. fuck am I going to do? <laughs> what the what fuck am I going to do with 30 drums? 
<laughs> they're well, Congo drums at that. They're like not just yeah. little drums. They're, no, they're like, big. They're, they're like big. half the size they're of con- me. They're conga drums. Yeah, they're half um, the size of me. You know, they're waist high. They're big. They're big drums, and they're all three different. There's thirty of them, but there's three different sizes in each drum. And I did pay. I did end up buying. I did. I didn't get them for free. Like he just gave them to me for literally like really Nothing. cheap money. Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of just like yeah. And I've and that was. God, how many years ago was that? Three, four years ago? I can't even, time's like a time warp. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I think it was like a year into having Sacred Moon. I think it was three years ago. I'll say three years. Um, and they've literally, like, I've just stored them and I've been wanting to dr- do a drum circle. And I know, we've talked about it so much. One time at Sacred Moon, I was planning one with Jeffrey and I was so, we had planned it. It was on the schedule and my ex had something else that he needed me to be at that was more important than what I was at and doing the drum circle and I didn't get to go and do it and Jeffrey did it alone and there was only a couple of people that showed up. So I got really discouraged in it and I kind of just like put it on the back burner and now yeah. they've been in my basement. They literally at my apartment, like I didn't even have them at the studio. It's just like, they've been in my fucking basement and um, I got a call. Taylor was like, what are we going to do for the woman's circle? And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> We're doing a drum circle. I literally have no experience, never done a drum circle ever in my life. Never really even played that kind of drum. Yeah. I picked my hand pin, but even all that, like I've just figured it out on my own. So I'm like, yeah. I'm like, we're going to watch some YouTube videos. Like, fuck it. Yeah. Just, we didn't know how to start a podcast. Start a podcast. Like we didn't know how to jump, do a drum circle. What better than like our women that love and support us yeah. fully, wholeheartedly trust with us. us. Because every week, every month, I mean, when we do these women's circles, we never know what we're doing. And we just, and, and none of the girls know what they're doing. And they blindly just the best. show up. <laughs> that makes it the best, though. Especially, like, I know me. I'm the type of person, like, I, I, I'm i more invested if I'm excited about something and don't know what I'm, like, walking into. Like, I'd rather be walking into something, like, not really knowing instead of knowing and then having too much time to think about it to, like, back out, right? Because half the things we do, it's, like, the ecstatic dance is one of them. Someone was, like, if I knew that this is this was what I was coming to, I would have never showed up, right? It's, yeah. like, no, we're sho- you're here. You're energetically here. We give everyone an option, right? Like, at the ecstatic dance, we were, like, if you don't want to be here, we get it. Like, go ahead. Door's right there. <laughs> Make your way. And everyone stayed. And, like, you know, 10 people that didn't want to be there at all afterwards were like, this was fucking epic. I'm so glad I got uncomfortable and stayed and like did the things. And we were like, yes. We did the hoppe. I don't yeah. know if we talked about it, but like we, Taylor was like, Seriously. no one is going to do that, Amy. No one's going to, it burns. No. It sucks. It's war. It's called the warrior medicine. Like, no. and literally I think there was maybe two people that that didn't out of the 28 people that were there like yeah so hape is a tobacco snuff and you have to like it's it gets blown into your nose so it's a snuff and so i you know i was like oh my god like not a lot of people want shit up their nose like not only that but like it fucking burns and i was yeah. like i don't think anyone is gonna be willing to do this and then boom aim's like so this was during our cacao ceremony and she and cacao is very feminine and hape is very masculine so it's kind of like a balance of the two Mm -hmm. and we gave the option to do the hape like you didn't have to do the hape but i feel like the whole room basically said yes there was only a couple people who didn't do it and um you know after that it was a bunch of (laughs) 
like crying and shit because that's what it is it's 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 a release but also it's so grounding so everything kind of just comes like here like it's a very beautiful meditation tool i have it down here i use it sometimes to meditate because there's also self-serve options um and it just i i did not think anyone would be willing to try it i was like there's no way that all these motherfuckers are gonna sign up for getting shit blown up their nose and cry and they were they were like let's go let's just do it blind faith <laughs> blind faith um yeah and so the same thing with the drum circle we were like we got there we me and taylor put the drums in our truck and we moved them over to the studio and we set them up in a circle and we're like let's go and we showed up like 20 minutes before we had no idea what we were doing and taylor starts going go ahead taylor do your beat (laughs) so we youtubed a few videos and i wanted like a healing beat that connects to the rhythm of your heart so that's what we looked up and it was like you know, on the count of like one, two, three, four, but in my mind, I couldn't get the count right. So we were going one, two, three, bump it up, one, two, three, bump it up, one, two, three, bump it up. And everyone like knew what I was talking about after, but it felt crazy. Aim's like, all right, well, you could just tell them that that's what we're doing. Like one, two, three, bump it up, one, two, three, bump it up. Cause that just made sense to me. And I mean, everyone got it cause it turned out amazing. And we just, we laughed and we learned together. And I think that's it, right? Like our biggest thing, I know I say it all the time, do it scared. It's a lot easier to say it than do it. But like, that is my motto, do it scared. Like we don't know what we're doing half the time, but we show up and we continue to show up. And we continue to learn and grow together. And I think that's what makes it so special. Like we all were like, you know, people were like, oh wait, I thought someone was gonna drum for us. Like we're drumming or like, no, yeah, like we're drumming. Like we're here to drum it out, beat it out motherfuckers. Like we're here. <laughs> so yeah, it- so we went around the room, yep. we opened it up with, you know, Palo Santo, a little oils, same way we open up everything else. And we went around the room and said, I asked everyone what their biggest challenge was and or like something heavy on their soul so they could literally like drum it out like literally intentionally set the intention that this was the thing and you know mine was that you know it's like no matter how much work I do I know my heart I know who I am and all of these things but like my head my head and my heart like are not fucking friends dude (laughs) like they're not friends when you said that it made i was like oh yeah like want my mind to be my friend and not my enemy and now i've been like repeating it enemy like i literally like i sit there and i just like get into these like like these places and not for nothing for my situation i have all these outside voices that are trying to convince me that I'm something that I'm fucking not yeah so it's like when because I am who I am and because I question everything and because I have had so much trauma and I was a people pleaser for so many years of my life and I lacked I spent so many years of my life lacking boundaries because I just there was a time in my life where I wanted everybody to like me and like I did care what other people thought about me and I was living in that world so I still have that thought process so you know 
my heart and who I am, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I, I don't. I know who I am. Yeah. But there's times when these things are happening in the outside world that just don't make sense. Yeah. And don't feel good, obviously. Yeah. When your and character's I, being questioned and, like, all the things, like, that's shitty. Yeah, it's wild. But, yeah. so, yeah, I'm just really working on making sure that, like, or I'll, like, say something and do something. And because I don't want to hurt anybody because I've, you know, I've also spent many years of my life hurting people and doing those things. So I'll, like, say something that, like, example, like, I don't even know what I said. I said something to Billy yeah. the other day. And then I thought about it all day long. And I came home and I was like, you know, I said this this way and like, I've just been thinking about it and I'm really sorry that I said it this way. And he's like, I literally didn't even think about think it. Think about twice. it. Yeah. But we do. We do. It's like same thing. Sometimes like all I can think about is how I'm not doing enough, how I could be a better mom, how I could not, you know, raise my voice so much or all these things, right? Instead of thinking about all the things I do do right or all the things that I have accomplished, it's like your mind obviously wants to focus on the negative. And so I'm constantly like, nope, we're not going there. No, bitch, like boss up. You're not going to talk to yourself like that. Like that's like the inner dialogue now that I have. I have the self-awareness to be like, nope, don't go there. But it, like, I mean, it's still normal, you guys, like, just because we've done some work and all the things doesn't mean that we don't struggle too. I think that's like, again, another big misconception, because we've done work, it's like, we don't struggle. No, it's a daily struggle. But now we have the self awareness, the tools, the, the, how, how do I even say this? The, we have the ability to have sad bitch days. Yes. And like, <laughs> like sit I in our shit if we need yeah. to, and then keep it moving the next and day. Then- yeah, or even sad bitch hours or two hours or I was yeah. like, fuck, like just crying, like so upset because like things don't, you know, go the way that we plan or you make an expectation of something happening the way that you yeah. think it should happen because you're a normal person and then it goes way south and then, you know, it's it's hard, like expectations, they always say like expectations are, you know, a recipe for resentment, which they are, mm-hmm. but also like it's not a bad thing to like have expectations when it's gonna work out when it should work out that way but people are yeah people are are mad people are fucking mad people are mad about it <laughs> just say it for what it is people are fucking mad that so we're out mad. here thriving oh, oh you big mad <laughs> and like we, we know you're listening oh yeah. we know you're listening and we talked oh, so about funny. this this Friday. is like the gateway this is the gateway to this one ready yeah we we know you're big mad and we know you're listening and we really love that you listen. But we're just going to remind you of who we are today because we aren't the people that we were. I'm not the person that I was fucking even two years ago, which I get it, right? Or two even years last ago? week. Like, let's talk about that. Like, last yeah. week, things happen. We learn, we shift, we grow. Like, yeah. period. You know, when this whole thing started, I was in a marriage that I was super unhappy in. I was, you know, being, I was you know, second fiddle to um, jujitsu at a pot farm and everything else, right? So trying to focus on these other children that I took into my home, doing all of these things. Like, yeah, was I in the place that I, you know, I'm proud of the place that I am, was in? No, not at all. But that was a part of my life growth. But even in that time, I wasn't a fucking alcoholic or a drug addict, you know? So weird, weird. And I was still like, 
a nonprofit owner, like started a nonprofit, chair of a board, business owner, like all these things, right? It's like the facts are the facts. You can't fight the facts. Yeah, no. And also it's just facts. like, we talked about this Friday. I think the reason why we've kind of ruffled a lot of feathers and made people so angry is that we've smashed yeah. their reality, their identity, mm -hmm. because we are living examples of healing doing something different like not and one thing works for everybody and i think that's what makes them so fucking crazy because we were programmed and yeah. taught to believe that like no we can never do this again we can never do that again you can never do this again like we are alcoholics and drug addicts and we are suffering from a disease that like we will never be cured from or never heal from it's like yeah we have been smashing that idea over and over and over again. And I think it's driving people fucking insane because they don't know how to identify anymore. And they're questioning their own journeys, but are too proud to yeah. come and talk to us, which is so crazy. Cause like, here we are arms wide open, like come talk to us about it. Like come, you know, and we are never pushing anyone to, to do anything or leave a situation. Like we are just simple examples that like, if that's your reality and that's what you feel and that's what your intuition is telling you, like you've grown out, you've outgrown a place that you used to belong in, that's okay. It can be scary. It can be uncomfortable as fuck, but like, that's okay. It's an identity. People are attached to the identity of who they built themselves through yeah. this program and through these broken beliefs. They're broken beliefs. You are not sick forever. You're no. not a mental defect. I'm not a mental defect. I'm not once this, always this. Like, no. It's a very that's... outdated program. And that's all we're trying to convey, that there are ways to heal. And if you continue to show up and say, I'm sick, I have a disease. I'm sick, I yeah. have a disease. I'm sick, I have a disease. Yes, no shit. Like, you're, yeah, you you're, are. you're sick, you have a disease. Like, you believe that shit. It's all it's energetic. It's a disease in your mind because exactly. you've created it. Exactly. You've created it there and you live in that reality and and that's okay. And this is the thing. And there's a lot of people that will stay in that reality and that's beautiful. But if yeah. you're questioning that reality, I had trauma. I had serious, serious trauma and that trauma led me to substances. Yep. I removed the substances and I dealt with the trauma. I no longer have that trauma. So when I choose today to drink a, a beverage, a beverage, I fucking actually yep. hate getting drunk. Like, I think this yeah. is like, I think that this is like the wildest like thing about all of this. It's like these people that are making these assumptions about us and like how we live, like if I have a beverage, I have one or two. I have yeah. a glass of wine, a couple glasses of champagne. Like I have a beer at dinner. Like I hate, be I'm a control feeling out freak. Of control. Same. I'm a control. I don't like, like feeling I out of am, control. I like things a certain way. My house needs to be a certain way. My bed's made a certain way. Like I really love, I don't drink and drive. Like I won't do that because yeah. I'm a responsible adult today. When I was choosing to do those things, I was 16 years old. My brain wasn't developed yet. And I made these choices and I got physically dependent on something. Yeah. And I had no other coping skills or mechanisms. Today, if I'm having a bad day, the 
last thing I'm thinking about is going to have a drink. I know. Same. I don't <laughs> escape because that's going to make it worse. I I'm, know. I'm going to be more and we emotional. Know this. I'm going to be We've more depressed. We've done the work. So like we know this, right? Like we know that drugs and alcohol stopped working at a point. And so that is what I've carried over to now. Like I know that drugs and alcohol are not the solution. I have solutions today to fix my inner being before I go to reach for a a drink or a drug like that's the thing it's like it's not it's insanity i just don't think it's as black as white as everyone seems that it needs to be it's really not yeah there is a gray area yeah there is and that's and and that's there's a path for everyone and cool there are alcohol's poison it is you know it is but you know what's great it's It's not good for the mental you know all the things I live in this really beautiful reality where like I get to, you know, live deeply in the spiritual realm of everything and dig deep and feel my pain and really empower other people to heal and grow and do all these things. But the beautiful part about the other side of it is we are still in this 3D world. We are still here in all the things. And yeah, I love to go to a club and I love to dress and dance and be in music and live and express myself. However, the fuck I want to express yeah. myself. Yeah. And, you know, even even the stuff with the medicine with Jessica, like going to Mexico, you know, that's being held against me. I'm not doing that shit when my fucking children are around you, psychopath. Yeah. Like, what yeah. the fuck is wrong with people? Like, it is ceremony. It's in Mexico where it's also legal, by the way. Like, I'm not, you know, the, the cry is, is that I'm doing Bufo and DMT daily. Like, I'm sorry, hun, <laughs> but that's crazy. Could I'm, not, listen, would not, will not. <laughs> listen, I know I'm, I'm a little crazy, but a lot of it is that I'm just holding space. Like I'm yeah. a part of this beautiful thing that's based in healing trauma. I am helping people heal their own trauma through medicine that is my path I have always and you know what's crazy is these people that are doing that when they first met me were like you're gonna be this thing like they saw it in me and told me and empowered me also but then when I'm not like with them it's like no she's crazy she's a psycho she's an alcoholic she's a drug we just have to yeah, fear, just, fear, 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 fear. It's all fear. We just it's have to fear. learn to cut that out. Like that outside noise doesn't matter. We know who we are. We see the magic on a daily basis, right? Like that's all that matters to me. It's like, you could say whatever you want. I know what I experience and it's fucking magic. And I have the ability to help others experience magic. Why would you not want to do that? Like, why would you not want to do that? Literally. It just like it honestly blows my fucking mind. Like, there's DMT is in every living thing. It is, yeah, in and we're us. not again. We're not out here being like, oh my god, you have to go smoke five meo DMT. That's absolutely not the case whatsoever. We're saying that it's it's okay if you feel called to do something like that in a safe ceremonial environment where you have a facilitator facilitator who is trained in doing so to help you integrate this is not something where we're like oh go find dmt off the street and go smoke it in your basement and see what type of experience you have absolutely not like this is a ceremonial medicine that we have had for generations generations yeah generations 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 to connect with your higher self 
And that's exactly what it is. And so it's like to say that we're abusing it is just so scary. But that's what it is, right? Like we're, we're being held to the standard of like what our past was. And I think that, you know, it's like, it's like that saying where someone robs your house and you're like, I don't live there anymore. Go ahead, take everything you want. I don't live there anymore. Same thing. I don't live there anymore. It's been seven years since I stuck a needle in my arm. I don't live there anymore. I would never choose to go back there anymore. That's the thing. I have a choice today. I have done so much significant healing. If I were to choose to stick a needle in my arm, that's on me. That's a conscious choice that I made. That's not because I'm fucking sick. That's because I made a choice, which I would never do. But like, that's because I made a choice, you guys. Not because I'm fucking, you know, I don't even know how to... I don't want to say like demented, but like, my God, I'm not going to go and stick needles in my arms today when I have all the tools, the knowledge, the experience, the magic in my life, like create a life you no longer want to escape from and you won't ever escape your life. Literally. And that's, and so I don't know if I talked about this. I know I didn't talk about it in my story. I might've talked about it in the beginning of the podcast, but when I was, I, I found out I was pregnant with Zoe while I was about to get my gallbladder removed and they were like, I was so sick and that I showed up and I was about to get emergency surgery. And they're like, we can't operate on you because you're pregnant. And that's how I found out I was pregnant with Zoe. And so I had to stay with a sick gallbladder for 12 weeks because they couldn't operate on me until I was 12 weeks pregnant. And so as soon as I hit 12 weeks pregnant, I had my gallbladder out with Zoe. I had a major surgery pregnant and throughout the whole time, we were talking to my OBGYN. They were like, you're not going to have to take painkillers. We're going to put this numbing agent in. So I thought we had this whole plan. And so I wake up from surgery and I felt like there was a knife in my stomach and they woke me up and they were like, there was a miscommunication. We're really sorry. We can't put the numbing agent in you because it could numb your placenta and kill the baby. So we're about to give you fentanyl and Dilaudin. And literally I like woke up. I was in so much pain. I was so fucking afraid because of fear, right? Like, cause I was programmed to believe that if I did this thing, it was going to set me off and running and I was going to be this whatever. So I, they gave it to me because they had to. And when I came to from the medicine, I was so fucking angry. I hated the way that I felt. I wanted it to stop. I couldn't couldn't believe that I spent so many years of my life so like numb, numb so and numb. tapped out same I mean when I had Canaan you know that was so traumatic for my body that they had yeah. me on so many painkillers in the hospital and then I had multiple surgeries after that same thing painkillers couldn't even finish the script would throw them out because I hated the way that I was not present in my body it was yeah, so- crazy I got my organ removed and I, after the hospital, I didn't take another painkiller. I ate edibles. I ate weed edibles. And so I was working under a therapist at the time. I was working with the EMDR. I was doing work. And so I like worked through it all. Like I would never. And then I got my tubes tied. I got my tubes tied. They gave me Percocets. I didn't take a single one. I ate edibles. I got my boobs done. I got breast surgery. Okay. I got breast surgery. And I did not take us and people were like, there's no way you're going to do it without painkillers. There's yeah. no way you're going to do it without painkillers. I fucking got my boobs done and I didn't take painkillers. I took edibles. So yeah. it's like, I it's chose, possible. I willingly choose on a regular basis, not the, when I could have 
prescribed by a doctor, I know. right? I know. And I've made a conscious choice because I don't like the way that it makes me feel. But now all of a sudden I'm some fucking wild drug addict and alcoholic. Like get fucking bent, bro. Get yeah. bent. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're not living in that reality. We're not no. like, we're not, we're not there. I haven't been arrested. I have my kids. I take care of my three and my seven-year-old children. Like you're, you, you, and like, this is it, right? Like we should have to be sitting here defending your character. Like that's the most bullshit of it all. Like, why are we, it like doesn't make, it literally doesn't make sense. Look at this little thumb bubble. I know. What, is <laughs> what the fuck was that? The universe being like, yeah, exactly. You don't I have never... to defend your character. That's fucking right. <laughs> and that's just it, right? Like, people... did you do that? Did no, you I did do not. That? My hands are here. I did not do anything. My... <laughs> but like, fuck? seriously, though, like, that's what I mean. Like, we our people know who we are. They see our souls. They see our light. I don't have to my inner circle. It's funny, right? The people who see me on a daily basis all the time, the people who see us on a day, they don't question us. So why the fuck are all these people who have not seen us in years, literally fucking years, don't know who we are anymore, have never like, you know, spent time with us outside of that situation. How are you going to now cast judgment? It just doesn't make sense to me anymore. People change, people grow. I don't know. You know, I had best friends in high school who I'm no longer best friends with. I would never make an assumption on who they are today based on who they were in high school. The fuck? It's and just... I think that's it too. I think that the problem is, and we know a lot, right? Like there's a ton of people and there's people like April and Jess, there's this, there's Jesse Harless. Like there's so many people that have left. There's so many people that leave the program, right? That yeah. leave the program that were very involved in the program, but then they just shut. They're not, you, you just don't see them anymore. We've done the thing where we've put ourselves out oh, here in the spotlight. Right? Yeah. And which we're ready. We're here. We're here to do it yeah. because there are so many people that do that, but it's just not in the limelight. So people don't know. Yeah, yeah. So people, you know what I mean? But that was the main part of this podcast is for us to show people that there's other ways. And we're not talking about just like other ways to where like you should go and drink and smoke weed. Like, no, there's no. other holistic ways that you can heal. And there's times where I go a month or two without drinking and just yeah. like do it because I want to fucking I don't even do really it. Keep like I don't in my think house about it. I don't unless either. we're having people over. Like I don't there's no alcohol in my fridge for the weekdays. Like I don't it's oh. just I've made rules and parameters and that's another thing. People are like, oh well when, once you're an alcoholic there are no like you there are no rules. You can't set limits for yourself. It's like no like I I go to family functions all the time and don't drink a sip of alcohol with my family. That those are like things and boundaries that I've created for myself because I just don't feel it's necessary, right? If we go out drinking on a girls' night, dancing, fuck yeah, I'm gonna turn up and have a couple drinks and dance and shake hey. my ass because I fucking can. Because we're allowed. <laughs> Period. We're so allowed. enough should talk about this and defending our character because it's just so overplayed at this point. And I just big mad. Yeah, like I just it's. <laughs> I just wanted to put the facts out there. The yeah, facts 100%. are the facts, and I actually now cannot wait to get in front of a judge because you can't fight the facts. I'm sorry, and I've prayed for peace. I've prayed for peace. I've prayed for peace. I prayed for peace. I prayed for peace. But you know what? You lost that opportunity. So yeah. now I'm excited. Yeah. But it's be so exciting. also the other will beautiful be served, thing. Right? Justice, justice will, be, will served. be served. The truth always comes out and the truth always wins. Period. The light wins. No matter how dark it gets, we know that on the other side of it is light and growth. 
The other beautiful thing we did on Friday too is the mommy and me stuff. Oh, like yeah, we did our and first me. mommy and me. So great. Like, so fun. And it's yeah. so funny because I was talking to Sammy about it because because I was just at Sammy's studio this weekend. I fucking love Sammy. Oh yeah, so exciting. Sorry, this is my ADD guys, but Busy Gold is gonna be on yes! the podcast. So excited. So excited. Um, But she's coming. She's doing a training at at, uh, Sammy's studio. So I reached out to her. Let's tell people who Busy is for for our listeners who don't know who Busy is. She's the one who created and founded Booty Yoga, right? Mm -hmm. She does Booty Yoga. She has the Bright Method. She has like parenting, coaching. Like she is an absolutely incredible human being. We're going to link. You guys should start. You should totally follow her. Um, She's just the like she's so educated she's so smart she's so beautiful she's a beautiful family like a beautiful marriage like she does marriage counseling and the she just came back into booty so we're really excited about that but that was just a side note of my ADD but I was talking to Sammy about it and it's so true because Sammy used to run mommy and me stuff before she had kids at her old studio at the cure and it was like I didn't, I've never done a mommy and me thing. I am certified to teach pregnancy yoga and yoga to kit for kids. So I do have that certification, but it's like, kids just want to go. Like we were like, I was trying to like figure out how I was going to structure it and how it was going to yeah, be yeah. and what we were going to do and this or that. And we literally just had free play. Like yeah, the moms connected, free play. the kids connected. We need movement. We danced movement, instruments, music, sound. Yeah. And like they, the, they want their moms undivided Present. attention yeah quality right? time like, quality, time. quality time. time that's all kids really want they don't really yeah. care about anything else so it was so beautiful so if you're in the area we um there is only 10 spots because we have to keep it kind of small just because there's the kids and there's a lot of breakable stuff in the studio I think I might move my sound bowls out of the <laughs> space yeah, at least pack um, them up next week yeah I'll just put them in Aspen's room but um it was so beautiful and um the kids had so much, fun, so much fun and it's already, it's already filled like Fridays. is Yeah. Already we're going to do Friday mornings, nine 30 aim's going to be gone this week. So I'll be there. I'm going to open the space and Rebecca's teaching kids yoga, right? We're doing kids yeah. yoga. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Rebecca will be there doing kids yoga. Um, but yeah, sign up through mind body because like aim said, it gets full quick. It's for five and under and it's just yeah. a blast. It was so cute. And the kids loved it. They loved it. Kanan couldn't stop talking about it. And Hayes, my God, she loved the sound bowl. I was just like, oh, my little baby. But right, I have some pictures I'll post. They are reflections of us and what we teach them and what we show them. And like, that's how we need to be showing up in the world for our babies. Like we have to show them the tools now. So when shit goes wrong, they have the tools and resources, the things that they know will help them. Rather than going to drugs and alcohol, rather than we going give to drugs them and alcohol, we teach them coping skills. We have to regulate their nervous system. That's the problem. When we were kids, when we were choosing to to pick substances, our nervous systems weren't regulated. So we were out seeking other things to try and regulate our nervous systems because our parents didn't know how to regulate their nervous system. So they definitely didn't know how to regulate our nervous system. So we're all just a bunch of fucked up people running around trying to find solutions. Mm -hmm. And people find it in food. People find it in shopping. People find it Mm -hmm. in TV. People like 
whatever it is, if you're having any kind of issue with any kind of addiction or um, substances, food, anything like that, it's because your nervous system isn't regulated and yeah. you don't have a coping skill when things get hard. So you choose to escape instead of coping with what's figuring out the feeling, asking yourself the question, doing the work to figure out why you continue these same behaviors and these same patterns. It's an inside job. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. So on that note, we should. It's a wrap. We we went off. We really went off. <laughs> we went off on a and my kids are waiting for me to go to Great Wolf. I'm like, guys, and Daddy Joe's upstairs. Go. Like, I gotta work, babe. You almost done. <laughs> I I know. Like, Billy's upstairs with the kids watching Life of Like watching some. You know, they. Oh, watched I this. love that. Yeah, and I was gonna say they, they, they they've been so part. quiet, so good this whole time. Oh, they're upstairs. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. I um, am going to Great Wolf, and then Wednesday I leave for Mexico. So and she's going to be when, tuning in from Mexico, guys. We're going to have an episode from Mexico, which I'm so yeah, excited about. One of our community members, um, Caitlin, we'll keep it a surprise. She, oh, um, Caitlin, that's all right. Sorry, she doesn't even know yet. So I know. She doesn't even know. She's going to listen. She's going to be like, "You want me to what?" <laughs> So we're staying an extra, Caitlin and I are staying an extra day in Tulum. She got this really cute little place and we're going to go to the Mayan ruins and do all of this stuff. So, so we're going to, we're going to go live from Tulum and she'll, um, you know, she'll talk about the woman's circle and what it's done for her and the podcast and all the things. And her so, experience in Mexico. And her experience in Mexico. I'll talk about the experience in Mexico. Yeah. Um, I still can't believe this is my life and my reality, but I've worked so hard to be here. So it's, it's kind of like one of those like pinchable moments. Right. And even the studio, <laughs> I so, literally have goosebumps. Look at my arm. <laughs> like, so it's like, you know, goosebumps. I don't know if we've talked about it, but somehow, somehow in the world of, we don't know, maybe the people, maybe our great listeners yeah. could maybe answer this question, how somehow both of my Instagrams, my personal Instagram and my business Instagram both, both got shut down in a week, within a week of each other, like reported, 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 reported over and over again, over and over again, just reported. Trying and both to silence, of my sites, trying to silence you and both us. of my sites got deleted. Well, it's, it's, it's a success thing, right? Like people don't, people like hate, it's like success. So whatever. So I got like, really, I got like down and out and I was like, you know what, book it. I'll just start a new one to right now. Currently what's happening. There's a sound bath at the studio for the full moon. Aspen's doing it and it sold out and there yeah. was 10, 10 new people, 10 new people at the studio right now. Last case. weekend, Abundance. last weekend for the, or two weeks ago for the full moon. And then I had a sound bath. There was between those two days, there was 17 new people. So within the matter of three weeks, we've had almost 30 new people at the studio with no social media, with we no marketing. We had a ton of new girls at the circle at too. The circle, right. Like uh, literally within a few weeks, the, there was three new moms at the mommy and me class. Like it doesn't matter. Social yep. media doesn't fucking matter in my world. Word of mouth. It's word of mouth. Yep. People are taking my business cards and putting them. It's all happening organically. And the growth is slow and steady. Same thing with our podcast. Like the growth is somebody put us, Taylor, go ahead. Tell them somebody put us on this podcast thing. And we have 84 yeah. people, doctors. This, like, the, the owner of podcastguest.com reached out to us and asked if we wanted our podcast in their newsletter 
I had no idea what it was. I was like, is it free? She's like, yeah, it's free. I was like, sure, throw it in there. Like, you know, and I had, I was not expecting 80, we have like, I think it's 93 submissions now. We got like four more over the weekend. 93 submissions that I have to like go through all men and women with the most epic fucking stories. I was reading through some of them and like tears were falling, like just heartbreaking, but inspiring stories that we're gonna have come on this this season. And I'm just, I'm just so excited for the growth. We're just so excited. But slow and steady wins the race. We're here for the yeah. long game, baby. We ain't going nowhere. That's nowhere. what I think people, it's like with everything in my life, I've been here for the long game right like yep. i'm here i'm a fighter we're we know fighters. it doesn't happen overnight like we've it, we, you know we we've lived it we know it takes yeah. time prettiest cockroach yeah. prettiest cockroach <laughs> i ain't going All nowhere right. well we love you guys so so much and we're just so blessed for the community and the magic that we have created that continues to happen in our life and in our world and the people that we get to meet on a daily basis and speak to is just i'll never stop doing what we're doing never ever just oh never. this is just another little fun fact that i think is so amazing that i wanted to point out that i forgot you know the big book you know and that used to be like our bible and that's like what everybody goes on right in the big book it says that a real alcoholic couldn't control their drinking for more than a year Mm. right like that's that's the bible that's what it says that's what everybody says so you know what taylor maybe we're just not real alcoholics yeah maybe maybe not because <laughs> it's been not. three years it's it's been a long time it's so we just time. really like myth busted <laughs> yeah i guess you're right actually i didn't right? even think of that yeah yeah because that, that's what it is it's like no real alcoholic can control their drinking so if you question yourself of as like an alcoholic or a non-alcoholic that you it says go out and try to control drinking for a year for a year you're right well it's <laughs> been three years <laughs> we're still alive in here today thank you jesus and thank you thank, thank you, baby you. Jesus. thank you <laughs> um yeah and our lives are thriving better thriving. than they've ever been I'm the happiest I've ever been ever in my life in this moment no matter what is going on so so strange I look the best I've ever looked like my skin my hair like um, like our bodies we're going to the gym we're in shape we got muscle tone like it's so strange yeah Taylor's killing it at the gym. You flexing on him the other day. <laughs> no, I've been working hard and I, and I just love the way it makes me feel. Feels so good. All right. This thing is counting down to nine seconds. We got yes, it. Perfect. Gotta... Love you. Let's one hand on the heart, one hand on the belly. Expel all the energy out. Big inhale into the nose, lift up, rise up, fill up. Exhale. Let that fucking shit go. Love you so much. Happy healing. Love you. Happy healing. And just know that just because one person is one way doesn't mean you have to be the same way. We are our own unique individual selves, period. Our uniqueness is our most beautiful part of who we are, and our stories are ours and ours alone. And let go of the judgment. No Live more your judgment. life for you. Live your yeah. life for you. Live your life for you. All right. We love y'all. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to listen to what we have to say. It means the world. 
As always, we want to end this episode by reminding you that we are not medical professionals and we are not giving any type of medical advice. We are simply sharing our experience and solutions. We are here with the intentions of reminding you that you are never alone and that everyone's healing journey is unique to the individual. Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms to stay updated. Stay well, sacred rebels. See you next time.